One, two, three, four. We're back again with some Akron pride. Chatting with Canopy and the Gay Community Endowment Fund. The Spoils of Akron Podcast. Welcome to the Spoils of Akron Podcast, your podcast all about the art, people, eccentric residents, art, culture, eccentric residents of the rubber city. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Shane Wynn. Ryan's a silent partner, kind of Hello, sitting sitting in the corner Ryan. with no microphone, but he probably won't be here the whole time. He's here for moral support, yeah. kind of give me a high five every once in a while. That was I, nice of you to show up. Yeah, when I, I wane in confidence. That. So we're here with some special guests that are going to talk about a, a wonderful event coming up that's really one of the, it's turned to one of the premier events in Akron, uh, Akron Pride in August. But here with us, we have uh, Cynthia Chrisman from the Gay Community Endowment Fund. Phil Montgomery, also from the Gay Community Endowment Fund, and Rebecca Callahan, Rebecca Callahan from Canopy. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. We're so excited about the upcoming Pride event, and we'll get into that in a minute, but I thought maybe we would just individually have you introduce yourselves, uh, starting with Rebecca. Can you tell us about your title and tell us a bit about Canopy? Okay, yes. Um, my name is Rebecca Callahan. I'm the Executive Director of Canopy, which stands for Community AIDS Network Akron Pride Initiative. And at Canopy, our vision, it's to empower an inclusive community through education, outreach, and awareness while eliminating stigma and HIV transmission. I could talk for a significant amount of time, but I'll try to do like the elevator version. <laughs> um, but our community AIDS network programming, we provide free HIV testing and education. We also provide affordable housing for people living with HIV who are experiencing homelessness or low income and are having a difficult time with housing. We also provide an organic food pantry twice a month. Um, we focus on fresh fruits, vegetables, dairies, and proteins. Very important uh, if you have a compromised immune system to have a nutrient-rich diet so your medications can work better. Uh, Salvation Army's Fresh Face Farms also donates to that food pantry, and they're an important partner. Our Akron Pride Initiative programming, we do things like helping out with the Akron Pride Festival that's coming up. We do teen programming uh, and uh, LGBTQ housing programming where we can help LGBTQ housing youth up to age 24 uh, with uh, first month's rent, security deposit, or startup costs for an apartment as well. Um, and we do advocacy and, and many, many things. So, so, Rebecca, what are some of the challenges that people um, who are LGBT or people who, who are HIV positive encounter as far as housing goes? Are there some issues that they deal with? Well, different things. One, one of the things, the Gay Community Endowment Fund helps fund us, and Summit County uh, Executive Office has funded us to help the LGBTQ housing program. Um, so those are through funds, and we are targeting youth 24 and under. If, if you aren't aware of homeless youth, LGBTQ youth make up 40% of that population. Um, being kicked out of their homes, asked to leave, uh, and to not be part of a family network anymore. So one of the challenges is age and the ability to have a job to maintain an apartment. That's a staggering statistic. 40% of the homeless population. Homeless youth population. Homeless youth population. That, that's amazing. I mean, you can just imagine how that would affect someone's life. And, and the, 
the food pantry, how does that tie in? Does, uh, who does that serve? Oh, so far, which we would like to expand to the LGBTQ population, but so far our food pantry is for people living with HIV um, in Summit and Portage County, although we've had people call us from Stark and ask if they can come up, and we're more than happy to help out. If you have a low income and you have medical expenses, uh, what do you how are you going to spend your food dollars? They're limited as it is, and you're gonna use it to fill your stomach because we don't like to feel hungry and not necessarily have the monies to purchase nutrient-rich foods. And at Canopy, and I think in Summit County, because we have a plethora of resources, uh, I think we all believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to be healthy. Absolutely, and those those are really grassroots things that you're dealing with, you know, ground up, and the, and the AIDS testing as well. Can you talk about how people can get ac- access to the AIDS testing? Yeah, we do free HIV testing. We take appointments um, Monday through Thursday, and but Thursday evening at the Canopy office, you can walk in anytime between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. It is free. We also do viral hepatitis C testing uh, for people who maybe have been exposed or be at risk to that as well. It's simple. It is takes 20 minutes to get your result, and uh, we can provide any referrals uh, that, that come up from that. We work closely with Summit County Public Health should we have a reactive test to get people into care right away so that they can maintain a level of health. You're very well spoken about all of this. That's a lot of information to remember. <laughs> Sorry. <I can laughs> so I'm talking. impressed. And you said your best time of day is in the morning. So you're doing it an is. excellent job sort of get, like conveying she all this is. information. Yeah, Absolutely. this is impressive. Um, and, and can you speak a little bit too about the location, um, the relatively new canopy location if people want to access that testing? Yes, we are located in Highland Square, 759 West Market Street. We are uh, in the same building as the Oldham Law Office, or if you're familiar with Two Turtles, uh, we are across the street from Two Turtles. We have awesome. a pride flag hanging out front on the flagpole, so we're easy Absolutely. to find. Absolutely. Highland Square. That's, that, a, that's great. a booming area, mm-hmm. isn't it? Since they moved across the street, the Rays moved a lot of that, uh, a lot of those businesses across the street. And you've got the square bar in Highland Square. It's uh, also very uh, LGBTQ friendly, obviously. Okay, so, well, that was a good um, overview of what Canopy does. And so maybe now we'll move over to Phil Montgomery, who... Um, Phil is the on, oncoming board chair at, for Gay Community Endowment Fund in April. Did I get that right? I am now, yeah. Oh, you I'm are now. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, so it's already happened. So can you give us um, a little overview of, of the Gay Community Endowment Fund and your role there? Sure, yeah. So I'm the, the new advisory chair of the board and actually I'm the immediate past president of Canopy's board of directors as well. So pretty involved from that from that aspect. The uh, Gay Community Endowment Fund is an affiliate fund of the Akron Community Foundation that was formed back in 2001 with a group of founders that got together to meet the needs of doing investment in the LGBT community, which at the time was fairly unheard of. Um, We started with about $70,000 from the initial funders, and today we're a little over $1.3 million in our endowment that we've grown uh, since then. And to date, we've given out over $475,000 in grants, including the ones to organizations like Canopy, uh, you know, from anywhere from trying to fight LGBT homelessness to uh, funding productions of plays at Weathervane to being a sponsor of the Akron Pride Festival and running the gambit. 
So, so we're going to talk about the Akron Pride Festival in just a bit, but there's a really cool event that the Gay Community Endowment Fund does, the uh, Sugar Plum Tour of Holiday Homes. Talk about that a little bit, because that's really an important fundraiser, I think, for GCEF. Sure, yeah. Last year, Cindy Crispin dragooned me into taking over uh-huh. as chair of the Sugar, <laughs> of the sugar Plum Thanks, Tour. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. <laughs> um, uh, but it's a wonderful event, so each year the – group that does the committee, the planning committee that puts this together, um, secures five general tour homes plus a patron party home uh, every year and tour goers for $35. Uh, There's a $30 early bird ticket price, but for $35, you can uh, tour these immaculately decorated homes for the, for the Christmas holiday season. And uh, uh, patron sponsors of the tour um, will get a premier six party that's catered and uh, the whole nine year, uh, yards there. But uh, it goes to support the mission of GCF. It's our largest fundraiser. The last couple of years, each year, we've uh, grossed over $100,000 in sponsorships and ticket revenue. And we look forward to continuing to grow that. And you get to walk through people's houses. Yeah. Like every room. <laughs> really right. nice houses, too. You can go right inside. All those things you were wondering, looking from the outside, you can right. actually step in and see. So, um, And it's nice because you're sort of all over the map. It's not just like one part of Akron that's represented. So what were some of the areas where the, where the homes were last year? Last year, there were two homes next door to each other in Highland Square. There was a, a very eclectic home, a geodesic, I think it was yes. called, yeah. out in the Copley, the Copley. area. And we had one in Hudson, and the patron party was in Bath, yes. and I'm missing uh, Firestone Park. Mm-hmm. Right, and the people that um, that participate and decorate their homes really go out of their way, and they spend a lot of money to make they it really fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Theme, <laughs> themed rooms. Some of mm-hmm. them, I remember having stuff in a garage, so you're actually going outside, and they convert mm-hmm. their garage to like a hot chocolate factory. Right, cool stuff. Well, yeah, and it's interesting, too, when you see the – every year we take the homeowners on a pre-tour the day before because, obviously, the day of the tour they're out showing their houses, and I don't have time to do that. So we take them on a pre-tour, and it's always interesting to see what their house looks like the day before than what it looks like the morning of because a lot of times people are scrambling that Still Friday at, night yeah. trying to add some stuff. Right. Keeping up with the Joneses. So if you happen to be a obsessive, compulsive Christmas kind of person, then maybe you want to offer up your house for this tour because it's really fun. You know, if you're going to go to all those, uh, you know, to decorate, then you might as well have everyone in the whole city of Akron come through your house. <laughs> well, and even if Christmas decorations aren't your thing, just to yeah. see the architecture of the houses that we try to highlight is a, is a fun aspect of it as well. That's true. Okay, and so let's go over to Cindy, shall we? Sure. And um, Cindy Christman, let's talk about you're the outgoing chair for the Gay Community Endowment Fund, and you're on the steering committee for the Akron Pride Festival. That's right. Yes, I got There's right. no shortage of things to do in Akron. <laughs> I bet. And um, the festival was so well attended last year. Can you give us a general idea of how many people were there? It was. It was uh, really it had to be 10,000 people at the festival. It was just yeah. phenomenal. I was there for the parade, and as people, I was like, it's never going to stop. People kept walking and walking, and the mayor of Akron was right at the front of that parade. Yes. I was absolutely in tears and so moved to see him there. Mm-hmm. And can you talk about, oh, well, there's a march. So yes. that was something you wanted to talk about, too. There's yes. a march that starts in Highland Square that builds up to the festival. So can you tell us a bit about that march? Yes, uh, the march started last year, too, and it really it starts at West Market Street in North Highland. And as you mentioned, Mayor Horrigan led the march, which he is going to do again this year. Yes. And we there had to be at least 1,000 people on the march. And it, it's not a parade. It is a march. Mm-hmm. There's no floats or bands or anything like that. It's a march for equality. Mm-hmm. And it's open for all people. 
Right. Um, it's not any one minority. We encourage everybody to participate, allies, and, and last year they did, and we, we're, we believe we'll have more than 1,000 again this year. But there are so many great stories that came out from it. Starting at the, uh, at the march, there was a, a couple that had to be maybe in their upper 70s, 80s that I was talking to, and they met later in, in life and mm -hmm. got married. And they realized when they met that they each have a gay son. Oh, wow. And they said they were there to march that day for their sons, mm -hmm. and they did. They went, they went the whole that way. That's a great story. It was story. wonderful. That Absolutely awesome. wonderful. But there were all kinds of stories that day. So the, the, the march starts promptly at 11 o'clock, as it will again this year, Saturday, August 25th. And it's uh, a short one-and-a-half-mile walk. We walk in West Market Street with the Akron Police Department doing a great job blocking all the intersectional streets. Mm -hmm. And in the street, right up to Hardesty Park, and that's where the festival mm -hmm. begins. And every everyone can be involved. In fact, I saw uh, I saw Target, you know, was yes. represented, and I was like, oh, great! Like huge Lo local banks, yeah, uh, like, a lot of churches. You could be local. You could be a larger entity. It's meant for everyone. And the more people that that I see there, I mean, the more impressed I am. It's it was it was really moving. I cried half the time. I cry <laughs> I cry a lot, but still, <laughs> I was crying the entire time. Um, no, you're exactly right. Uh, PNC Bank, Target, Key mm -hmm. Bank, Huntington, all involved had a big contingency of their their staff there and allies um, we have 12 to 14 churches um, lots and lots of people mm -hmm. that, that participated and and just and individuals that just came out right. and wanted wanted to join the march so it's a good cause but most you know also very importantly is that it's really fun yes <laughs> it it's a really good time people wear costumes there's flags <laughs> I, people were dancing and singing yes. it was excellent yes so so last year was the first official Akron pride although there have been pride ba events before so is there's a process you have to go through to be sanctioned as a something whatever city pride festival well that's really a good question not really that i know of but we do operate as many other prides in bigger cities do with like such as the march we have a set of rules you know in regard to how you know behavior or things you can bring with you things like that um we actually do training for our volunteers. Last year we had 200 volunteers, and this year I think we're, we're about 250. And it's training in regard to, to safety, um, you know, if somebody comes up with a lost child, what to do. And then also the volunteers were actually designated certain work points at the festival that, you know, like a two-hour shift helping at, at one of the locations. Mm -hmm. So it was, um, it, we got everybody involved. Yeah, there's not a like national branch of Akron Prides that you no. register with to get affiliated with, but similar to any other community event in Akron, you have to get approved through the mayor's office at the city or the Office of Recreation, Parks and Recreation. Uh, we'll go through that formal process, and with the city being one of the premier sponsors of the festival, they were help, able to help us walk mm -hmm. through that. Right. Right. And uh, so what are some misconceptions that people might think of, like what – why I shouldn't go to a Pride Festival. Maybe you can help dispel some of those um, that might be out there that might, you may have heard of in the past of what it isn't, what it is. Sure. Well, it's basically it's just it's just a large group of people that you might find anywhere in a grocery store, um, a mall, anything. It's it's just average everyday people out you know on a walk that day in the march and then also at the festival. Um, you're really not going to see some really outlandish things again because it's it's not a parade we're not we don't have people dressed up in costumes on floats uh it's just every everyday people walking in the sure. march and then at the festival um 
it's a very safe environment. The police department does a wonderful job along with Akron Fire. Uh, we do a lot of preparation and planning ahead of time for safety to make sure that it, it stays that way. And uh, last year, actually, there were actually no incidents except one where a dog bit another dog. <laughs> and that was it. But everybody, it you, you just, can't avoid dog on dog violence. You know, no matter where you go, we, this we will try a joke to, in there somewhere I can't think of. Yeah, we'll try to avoid that this year. But um, it's it's just a wonderful event. Last year, everybody was just just happy and fun. Mm -hmm. It was just like having a party at your house. In essence, it was it was just that type of atmosphere. And it's family friendly, right? It is. We have a large kids uh, area with all kinds of games for kids. That's run really really well. Um, there'd be eight to ten food vendors, about 150 other vendors um, set up through the park. Very similar setup to the uh, Hardesty Park Arts Expo that's this weekend. Oh, that's this weekend. Yes. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the, the festival, I guess one thing people, uh, I want to go back to it, the Equality March, people are like, oh, you're having a parade. And, and if we look mm -hmm. when Pride started, it started with a protest march mm -hmm. to acknowledge mm -hmm. LGBT individuals and, and the discrimination that they were uh, facing and the marginalization. And so having an equality march uh, in Akron, I think, pays homage to that mm -hmm. rather than having a parades are wonderful and they're great. But we kind of, we've just started having the festivals, um, although we've had other pride events before, but starting with that march to kind of pay homage to to that. And, and going to an, a pride festival in, in whatever city is, it's a way to support the LGBTQ community and support humanity that you believe uh, that we all deserve what right. is equal and is right and to live with dignity. But And it is a festival. It, it is a, a fun thing to do, but it is an opportunity to show uh, LG, the LGBT community that that is what you support if you're an ally or go and celebrate yourself um, for where we're at today and, and where we've come from. Right. And, and so. we have a very um, progressive, I guess, we have some progressive policies here in Summit County, um, especially dealing with discrimination for LGBT folks. And can one of you talk about that? Because we, we recently had um, some the anti discrimination, anti -discrimination yeah, ordinances passed, ordinances mm -hmm. passed yes. countywide. Yes, it did. And Mayor Horgan was a, a major advocate in that in his administration. Um, that uh, prevents discrimination in public accommodations, housing, and employment uh, for the city of Akron, whether you're a resident of Akron or not. If any of those incidents would, discrimination would occur within the city, the legislation would be involved. So I think a, a classic example is like the, the wedding cake scenario. Yes. So discriminating, a, a bakery discriminating and not wanting to make a cake for someone if they're getting married and it's a gay couple, you know. Mm -hmm. So we have an anti-discrimination ordinance that prevents that. Is that Right. There's about mm -hmm. 20 cities um, in Ohio now that have adopted that. Mm -hmm. Akron, I believe, was number 17. That's awesome. And the other part that came out of that was the, f the formation of a civil rights commission. Yes. And Cindy sits on that. Yes. <laughs> a member That's of one Ac of Akron Civil Rights Commission. Yeah. That's great. It really gives the, the ordinance an enforcement arm to say it's not just mm -hmm. fluff. It's not just something that we're putting out there that mm -hmm. sounds good as a resolution. This is actual law 
that has enforcement capabilities because of the commission that was created. Well, that's really impressive to be on that list, on that short list, mm -hmm. if you will, you know. And I always say that Akron's a beacon of hope <laughs> in a sea we're, we're a of sometimes <laughs> disaster. No, but um, so I'm proud that when we do things that we are a shining example, you know, and that, so I, I'm really proud of that. And this, the Civil Rights Commission and the Comprehensive Non-Discrimination Ordinance is for, it, it, it incorporated uh, sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression into a protected class that isn't mm -hmm. recognized by the state of Ohio mm -hmm. and other things. So having the Akron Civil Rights uh, Commission, if there is an instance, regardless of what protected <coughs> class you belong to, you have a local remedy um, that you can go and be heard and voice your grievance and have an outcome rather than, not that there's anything wrong with the Ohio Civil Rights Commission, but, but with local people who know your town and, and know what's going on regardless of your protected class. And that's one of the things that does make Akron a, a very special place to live. So and it's, it's important so because a lot of people think that um, since marriage equality, that uh, the LGBTQ community has complete equal rights and of course they don't in places where you don't have these protections in Ohio and other states you can get married on the weekend and go to work on Monday and get fired that's right just because of who I, you I was are. just gonna ask about mm -hmm. that because I I saw something posted recently and someone wrote um, oh well, why do you need that they're not discriminated against and yeah absolutely right. people are Right? I mean, yeah. something that still happens every day. Yes, unfortunately. It Turned does. away for housing and especially the, right. the job example. I photographed a wedding. Um, it was like a mass gay wedding at, at the Civic. And one of the couples did not want me to take their photo because one of them were, was a school teacher and said I, I could be fired by <laughs> on Monday. And I, I, that was the first time I had learned of that. But that information right there is enough, I, I would say, to move people like, yes, you know, there is still discrimination. There are still problems like legal issues and policies that need to change. One well, Even though the, the world has gotten better, it's not great, it's not perfect, mm -hmm. but better for the lesbian and gay part of the LGBTQ plus right. spectrum, yeah. there are still um, segments of that group that are even more underrepresented or discriminated against even further um, that makes the organizations like ours still need to be out there to be able to get the rest of those things, um, you know, which is why we did the Trans Akron Project mm -hmm. as a part of the uh, Gay Community Endowment Fund and mm -hmm. things like that. Absolutely, yes. Check out uh, www.transacron.com to learn about our local transgender community. Um, it's a really good resource um, to just hear some local stories about people's experiences here and to realize that that is a local issue and um, to learn about some resources if you happen to be yourself an individual that um, is, is um, discriminated against you know, or, or going through a process that which makes you feel lonely and you want to learn about other people that might be experiencing the same thing. You might know the photographer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, so, and I heard, heard it was person. someone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so so back to uh, Pride Fest, uh, wh what goes into planning an event this large? Because there's probably, there are probably a ton of logistics and lots of meetings, and you said 200 volunteers. So um, who, who's at the helm of all this to make sure it all runs smoothly? Well, at the steering committee, we actually have 20 members, <clears throat> and we're all volunteers, and we come from all different types of professions and, and jobs here in Akron and the local community. Um, with that, we have multiple committees involved as well. There's, there's uh, marketing, funding, funding, finance, entertainment is certainly a big committee. And by the way, our headliner this yeah. year is Betty Who. 
Betty uh, who? Betty who? <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> Betty who? <laughs> Who's uh, real popular. And we have two stages also with entertainment going on all day. But it takes a great effort. It really is um, gets pretty much close to like planning the Sugar Plum Tour. It's it's can be year round. Mm-hmm. There's as soon as the one's over, you might take like a week to not check your email or anything, <laughs> or have any committee meetings. But beyond that, it's the planning begins for the next year. Uh, a lot of organizations, uh, uh, corporations, plan their donation dollars in the fall before the end of the year. So we have to make sure that we approach them with a, a nice sponsorship package before the end of the year with with uh, to get sponsorships from certain corporations. Sure, is it is an expensive event to undertake to fund? So last year we raised about $141,000 in sponsorships and revenue, and we spent um, just a little over, little under 96000 wow. So we had some carryover funds for this year, mm-hmm. uh, of which the, the steering committee made a $10,000 donation to the Gay Community Endowment Fund Scholarship Fund, uh, as well as to our fiscal agent. So we do have some seed money, but yeah, we were able to raise a significant amount of money to pull this off. Wow. We're a very supportive community. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> Sounds That's like fantastic. It. So I want to I want to describe to the listeners, like, just give a picture. You're walking through. What do you see? What is the day like as you go on? If you're going to go to the Pride event, Pride Festival, it's it's a party. It's fun. There's kids <laughs> kids running around. Parents. Last year there were about um, six women that were holding signs. Uh, we give mom hugs. And people would come up and they would hug them to show that they're, you know, accepted and welcome, whoever they are. I mentioned there's a, a really big uh, children's area that uh, we and we have a, a volunteers posted at all these locations so that you know that to make sure it runs correctly. Um, again, the art vendors and other vendors very much like the Hardesty Park Art Show. Uh, two stages uh, going on. We have a main stage where the ma- main headliners will go on. And the other stage will be local people. Um, if you recall, a few months back, we had an event at the Civic Theater called a drag battle. And it was local drag queens that, that uh, more or less competed or participated in, the, in this large drag show. And it was very well attended. Over 1,200 people attended that event. And from that, uh, those who participated will also be performing on, the, on one of the stages during the day. At the park and that's well. not to be missed. That is always highly entertaining. <laughs> it, yeah, people, they treated them like rock stars up there. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely. really fun. Yeah, I always get like fashion tips from the queens, you know. <laughs> there's always something to learn. And it's incredible what they do. I mean, they do flips and <coughs> s- splits and somersaults. Mm. I mean, they're all over that stage in high heels. Mm-hmm. And everything else, the dresses and the wigs, and it, it's, I th- it's phenomenal what they, they do. It's really fun. But uh, that'll be one thing that's going on. And then as well as the, lots of food vendors and just just. Lot, a lot of things to do. Yeah, I noticed there were, there were also educational resources set up um, for people mm-hmm. as well. Um, there, yeah, lots lots of arts, lots of you know local businesses setting up. Starbucks was giving away some free coffee, I think. Nice coffee cups. And yeah, what are some stuff. of the um, organizations? If you can think of quickly of them, like some of them that might be represented as far as giving out information and resources. I know last year the Salvation Army had a booth. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Gay Community Endowment Fund uh, will be there and have a booth. Canopy usually has some space set up to get their information out into the community. Uh, we we really do a good job of reaching out to the local nonprofit community, uh, and we offered a, a discounted nonprofit rate for those that wanted to come get their information out to the community. 
PFLAG, Fair Housing Contact Services, um, a lot of local LGBTQ affirming churches, um, hmm. and, and regular vendors. I think Trans Ohio was there last year. Trans Ohio, mm -hmm. and they'll be there mm -hmm. this year. The Human Rights Campaign. The Human Rights yeah. HRC will be there. Uh, yeah. uh, there's over 160, and, and none of us here are actually on the vending committee. That's a great list. Okay, we're done with that. So. There, are, there are tons of resources. We are also going to have a uh, recovery tent. The summit's going to come out and do rock and recovery. Um, oh, so great. we'll have lemonade and coffee um, mm. for people to get refreshments and, and hang out mm. and relax and, and have some community. And there's cool swag, you know, there's cool like shirts. <laughs> you can get a shirt for your dog and there's all right. kinds of rainbowed <laughs> awesome like flags and stuff so I always have to pick up all my you know we, we have a new uh, twist this year we have a local Akron Municipal Court Judge Ron Cable who's offering to do wedding ceremonies this year at the oh, Akron Community Festival oh that's so cool so a little sneak peek on something new hey, this year hey alright <laughs> ask them uh, contact his court to find out what you gotta do yeah, you have to get your marriage license in advance, but ah, there you, you reach go. out to his office. If you're dragging your feet, you know, yeah. let's just make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got 10,000 of your closest friends ready. Yeah, they're That's already it. there, you know. You. Wear your dress or your, or your suit or whatever, you know, and uh, make it happen. That sounds fun. All right. Well, I'm, so, I'm gonna so be there. yeah, as, as progressive as we are here in Akron, and and as many welcoming sort of organizations, nonprofits, we have a very high concentration of those. Um, do among the three of you are you are you in a position now with our current political climate where you kind of worry about some of the rights people have in the LGBT community and are those at, at in jeopardy because of the the wedding cake issue or wasn't the wedding cake issue where it was taken to the Supreme Court mm -hmm. um, and you know and there's what, also adoption rates for ad LGBTQ adoption rights. that's all in the news right now sure. so what are some of the concerns out there and what can people do to sort of help with that well I mean the, the first thing is that when you look at it from a national perspective and what's going on with the Supreme Court once they make those decisions they roll down and you have to really focus on the local protections that you can put in, which is why the non-discrimination ordinance is so important, mm -hmm. because as a home rule city or as a home rule county, uh, once those are put into place, it's very hard for the the state or federal government to supersede those unless there's some violation of specific state and federal law. So working with your city council people and your county council people, if you're in Summit County or your commissioners, if you're in other counties, um, to get those protections put in place at the local level, because the conservatives argument, whether it's what they're actually abiding by or not, but their argument is that it should be the state's decision. The federal government shouldn't be involved in some of these high profile cases. And so when that's the case, similar to the case in Ohio, is, you know, we don't have non-discrimination statewide. We only have it locally. So uh, working with your state representatives and state senators to push and get the word out and let them know that you want to see that protection statewide, that's the only way to protect when you have the Supreme Court making broad sweeping rulings mm -hmm. from high atop it's where really they are. It's really good to know. Are there specific ways, I mean, that you could suggest to do that, like engage with that, you know, to make that happen? Phone calls or? Absolutely. You can uh, get the phone number and email address of your state representative right from the website. Um, I know the three that we have representing the Akron area. Uh, Tavia Galonsky and Amelia Sykes uh, primarily represent Akron. There are other in Summit County, but Senator Sykes, Vernon Sykes is um, another supporter uh, in terms of what's going on. So reaching out to them and then reaching out to the ones that maybe aren't 
um, completely on board yet. So Representative DeVitas, uh, Representative, um, I'm drawing a So everybody blank. gets Sykes on speed dial, <laughs> yeah. you know, pretty much just keep dialing. <laughs> and, and Frank LaRose is also a state senator. He's been supportive of some things, but could always use an extra phone call mm-hmm. or an e- email to encourage him to push for those protections. Okay, so uh, we're reaching about the end of our time here. Um, so the, the date again uh, and time, and then where can people find out more info? Saturday, August 25th. The uh, March for Equality begins at 11 o'clock at West Market in North Highland Square, in the heart of Highland Square. And it goes to the festival, which is actually 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. And to get more information is org. Okay, great. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in. This is... I went last year and did video, and it was really fun. I mean, it was, yeah, I I was overwhelmed, like sensory overload almost. (laughs) There was so much cool stuff uh, to do there. So we're at the point in our podcast where we're going to talk about some upcoming events. I know we we talked about Pride Fest. Any uh, upcoming events that you'd also like to pitch or plug while you're here? The Sugar Plum Tours, December 2nd. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And tickets go on sale in August, right? Tickets go on sale at the Akron Pride Festival. Oh, at the Akron Pride Festival. We'll have a booth there, and they'll be available online that day as well pre-sale or early bird up until the end of October. Great. Um, we ha- Canopy has a couple events. Well, Terry's uh, local uh, LGBT bar downtown. Uh, they have the David P- B. Cook Memorial fundraiser that mm-hmm. uh, benefits Canopy, and that's coming up August 11th and 12th in the evening. There's some drag shows and an opportunity to just come out and support and have some fun. The uh, Weathervane uh, Playhouse does a benefit performance for us every year, and that happens to be on August 13th, um, and that's in the evening at 7.30. You can buy tickets through the Weathervane. They're they're doing the Divine Sister. It is always a fantastic, hilarious uh, musical, and the uh, performers all donate their time, and it's just really an awesome time. Ryan, will you go go with me to that? Yes. (laughs) Good answer. He said yes. (laughs) You can find more information on uh, canopy.org under events and fundraisers. Great. Thank you. Ryan, anything? Uh, I was not prepared. Okay. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk for a second. Um, this Wednesday at Jilly's uh, is the is the season finale, or I guess they, we call it collected, collective works of our third season of Full Circle Storytelling. And so we have this event throughout the year where uh, it's like an open mic storytelling event uh, for so people can just show up once a month and talk about whatever they want, really. And it's you hear some amazing stories. And so we've collected, and or Wandering Aesthetics and the Akronists have collected, you know, the the best of the past season. So this Wednesday at seven seven p.m. at Jilly's, it's free. Um, let's see, date that's the twenty fifth. And so, uh, as they mentioned, this Saturday is Art in the Park at Hardesty Park. Right? That's right. Okay. Didn't realize that, but that's a great event, too, and I'm definitely going to be there. Um, August 4th, Saturday, August 4th, is Earthquaker Day, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool at their at their headquarters, mm-hmm. company headquarters, all day long. And also on the 4th is Akron Ale Fest, Ooh. which is in the trolley barn downtown, and that's a, that's a great event, too. You can sample beers from yeah. – great beers from all over the place, so – Yeah, and I encourage everyone to just get out of your house in August. Like, seriously, if you're watching a lot of Netflix in August, then you need to, (laughs) you can just cancel your subscription and catch up later because there's Porch Rocker, Signal Tree, Jazz Fest, the Earthquaker Day, um, Ale Fest, and the Pride Festival. So get out of your house. There's no reason to go on vacation in August because that's, (laughs) this is where it's at. Lots to do. Mm -hmm. Yep, just stay around. All right. 
anything, Ryan, or did we catch you by surprise? <laughs> I mean, so like, yeah, you caught me by surprise. Um, all that I got in its shameless self-promotion is just, <laughs> I, I have nothing else. You guys do it, everything. do it. Uh, I will be, Cody and I are in Little Shop of Horrors uh, at the Akron Civic Theater. Nice. Uh, August 8th, 9th, and 10th. It's cabaret style seating, only 200 seats per show. So if you want to come see us, uh, spoilers. And you are? I'm uh, the dentist. Sing it. I am, I am your dentist. dentist. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. I just and like. I get off on the <laughs> Anyways, shameless, shameless. But uh, yeah, if you want to come see that, check uh, the Akron Civic Theater. Uh, they go through Ticketmaster for tickets. That's it for me. You've become quite the theater darling of Akron, haven't you, it's Ryan? true, yeah. <laughs> we know where done. to find you. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, so I think we're all wrapped up. Thank you so much, Cindy, Rebecca, and Phil. We Thank do you. appreciate you right. coming in. And Thank you. Please, it please make it to Pride Fest. It is an amazing event. Mm-hmm. So, yes. as always, keep it, keep it in an Akron, Akron Day. day.